Here we go. Good morning and welcome back to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC, where we get to discuss life and family from an Anabaptist perspective. So with me today is Pastor Pat Hand, our fearless leader. Our, our leerless feeder. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> and here we go again. So Pastor Pat, this Sunday, yeah, that was a big topic. It was. I, it was pretty heavy uh, when you think about uh, all the ramifications of it. We've been um, we've been looking at the names of God. We feel like with uh, all the uncertainty that's going on in the world around us, that we just need to focus on some things that are certain. And certainly, God is um, the most certain the most certainty that we have in this world is that uh, God, he does not change. You know, Jehovah uh, literally means um, the existent one, you know? Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, so he's never had a birthday. He'll mm-hmm. never have a funeral. And so he is the one who has one foot in the past. He stands over the present and then another foot over the future. And, and he doesn't change. Um, that is so important for us to cling to, don't you think? Mm-hmm, absolutely. There's just so many things in the world right now that uh, are changing so rapidly to know that uh, God doesn't change. So we've been looking at names that he calls himself. It's not names we've given him. It's names that God, through the scripture, through time, has revealed himself to mm-hmm. us, to humanity in different ways with different names. And so today, it's kind of a, a different name. It's uh, El Sadik, which means um, the righteous God or what God who the, is righteous. What does the prefix El mean? It means God. Oh. Yeah. And so, um, and then the, the Sadik, there's a T, but it's silent. Uh, Sadik is righteous. So it's the God who is righteous. And... Um, you know, we were talking about in the message yesterday, we were talking about all, all the different problems, the big problems that mm-hmm. we see right now. What, what are some problems you think that are unfolding in front of us right now worldwide? Depression. Oh, absolutely. The mental, mental health, health aspects. Big time. Yeah. I was, mm-hmm. thinking, I was thinking of just since June, uh, what we've seen in North America, just in, in dealing with racism and, mm-hmm. and dealing in... Uh, uh, the social justice of mm-hmm. equality and treating each other. Um, and hate. Oh, the yeah. hate that has just come uh, in, in such a, a torrent flood. Mm-hmm. And, and you think of, um, of us being image bearers of God. Mm-hmm. And we've been made in the image of God. And yet we, we just, uh, to see mankind, humankind, um, the anger and the hatred, the mm-hmm. visceral hatred. It's hard to see how that's, it's hard to look for the parts that are mm. God's image sometimes when you see things that are so hateful. Oh, it is. And and then there's, you think of the other problems that we're, we're looking at, uh, uh, the, the global hunger, for instance. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, again, the respect that we should have for all humanity and mm-hmm. want to be sure that 
nearly one billion people in, on this planet uh, live either in hunger or food scarcity. Um, it's just hard to believe, you know? Um, mm. And then there's the problems uh, of, take human trafficking, that's just oh. one example. That is one that, you know, I think if you have children right now, that is something that's got to be on your mind. Oh, mm -hmm. it's, it, it's amazing. Uh, Niagara Falls. Oh, it's uh, which a hotbed. Is, it is. It's mm -hmm. just around the corner from us here. And yet it's, it's one of the hot spots mm -hmm. of underage, uh, the sex trade, mm -hmm. uh, the trafficking. You know, it's interesting, uh, Julie, one million children worldwide enter into the commercial sex trade every year oh. and uh, the average age is uh, 12. That's scary. I have a 10 year old daughter and yes. that terrifies me to hear that. We do. We have a 16 and an 18 year old uh, granddaughters mm -hmm. and uh, it just it just troubles me to no end to think about mm -hmm. um, little girls that should be playing with uh, Barbies and having friends over um, having to face life in such a horrid way, oh. you know? Mm -hmm. That's heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. And then then put on top of that the, the craziness of the COVID-19. 30 million people worldwide that have been afflicted by this. And wow. just in the United States, I saw that they hit the 200,000 mark of people who mm -hmm. have died from, wow. um, I'm not sure what it is here in Ontario or in Canada. Nothing like that, thankfully. No. Right. So uh, all of these problems, we would say they're so insurmountable to humanity, mm -hmm. but there's a problem that trumps every one of these problems that I would say contributes to the ones that we just mentioned. Mm -hmm. And that is the fact of the costliness and the brokenness uh, of humanity uh, spiritually before God. Mm -hmm. um, and that was kind of what the message was about as we, as we look at how the, how the fact is that all of us are in the same boat. Um, it doesn't matter, doesn't matter where you're from, doesn't matter where you live. Um, our service that is live streamed um, goes to as far as Uganda. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> and um, I hear from people... Um, Folks out in BC, uh, I, I got an email from a lady from Virginia this past week uh, that are watching uh, our service. And all of us, without exception, no matter where we live, all of us uh, are in the same boat uh, spiritually. The human condition, we share that by the brokenness and the unrighteousness and the sinful nature that we have. And, I guess it'd be easy to say, well, it must be because in the world there's a lack of wealth or, or maybe a mm -hmm. lack of education or lack of religion. But really, there's no lack of any of those. There's a lot of wealth. There's uh, plenty of education. And mm -hmm. man, there's all kinds of religion. Yes, yeah, there certainly is. <laughs> that is in the world today. But, um, but the scripture, you know, th this is where we go back to. And to those that are listening to the podcast today, um, as uh, followers of Jesus, uh, we are from the Anabaptist circle where we, we believe in the centrality of, of Scripture. We believe that uh, it, is an, it is the authority, the final word in our life, but also 
we believe that Jesus is shown throughout Scripture from Genesis, the first book of the Old Testament, through Revelation, the last book of the New Testament. And one of the things that we as Anabaptists believe, we believe that Jesus being central to the Scriptures, we also believe that He is the author, uh, that all Scripture is given by mm -hmm. inspiration. Breathed. That's right, mm -hmm. God breathed into the men that wrote the Scriptures. Mm -hmm. And so we believe it's from God. And so we believe the Bible really teaches that this, this brokenness that is in the world, well, something that we all share, is, um, is basically we find ourselves uh, finding, um, I'm trying to think of the word here, we find ourselves sharing the fact that we have a sinful nature, a mm -hmm. broken nature. Uh, you know, Adam and Eve, doggone it, they, they got the ball rolling, didn't they? Yes, they did. <laughs> and, and so... So uh, if that wouldn't have happened, then what? Well, you know, I, I, we don't know, right? But um, we, would, we would believe that the world we live in would be much different than it is today. Mm -hmm. there, would be, there would be a wholeness uh, in mankind that we don't know. This, this God-sized hole in our heart uh, would be filled with Him, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great question, though. Um, but Adam and Eve got the ball rolling by uh, their disobedience, their willful, uh, saying, I can live life better on my own than I can with God. Mm -hmm. And so that decision has been... Um, it's brought consequences, hasn't it? Yes. Yeah. And so with their brokenness, um, it, it has become passed down to us. Um, now, you, you have two daughters. I do. An 8-year-old and a 10-year-old daughter. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Sadie and Aurora, mm -hmm. they uh, uh, who do they look like? Who do they favor? How, how does that... Uh... Sadie looks exactly like I do, and Aurora looks like my husband, Tom. Wow. There's like no question. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, so the, the looks, uh, the eyes, the cheeks, mm -hmm. um, uh, later on their height, all yeah. of that has been passed down from your parents and Tom's parents and That's so right. forth and back. Mm -hmm. And all the way back to Adam and Eve eventually. And, and so part of that also, we've inherited this nature, this broken nature that's mm -hmm. bent on disobedience it's bent on sinning uh did you ever have to did you ever have to teach your girls um uh, how to uh, lose their temper when they were babies <laughs> certainly not <laughs> <laughs> we've got two boys we never had to teach john and nathan how to do that no. did you ever have to teach them uh, how to lie no definitely not <laughs> nope me neither uh, they came by it quite honestly mm -hmm. or dishonestly yeah um, no, the fact is uh, there is a brokenness that we've all inherited uh, that's in our DNA. It's at the DNA level, I believe that. And the spiritual brokenness that afflicts us uh, in, in how we decide how we're going to live our life. And so we, we kind of see all of that unfold in front of us. And that's why it was so important to be able to, to take the time to look at the fact that our brokenness that we have, something that's been passed down to us, it's also a willful brokenness. Mm -hmm. You know, we, 
um, we've made decisions that we know we shouldn't make, right? Yes. Uh, knowing that there's consequences immediately, not really thinking about the spiritual consequences. And, uh, and so we're reminded there in Romans chapter 5 that, that Adam brought sin into this world and God pronounced that there would be a penalty for that sin called death, mm-hmm. you know. So that's not a part of, uh, of church that we like to think of. But it's an important part of what of why we're here and why we're talking about this and and why Jesus was on this earth is because this brokenness needed a healing, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And so, um, so we've been looking at the fact that God is our righteousness. Uh, he is this perfect judge. He can't uh, he can't be bought, and and he doesn't. He doesn't weigh things emotionally. He, he is able to, in his righteousness, uh, God judges sin. We don't like to think of that part of God. We always like to think of him as the heavenly father and we're his loving kids and, and loving. And But, you know, sometimes part of loving is judging. It is. In, it is. Like, I mean, I have to decide who my children spend time with outside yep. of our family and, yep. you know things like that and I have to make a judgment call on what's healthy for them and what's not and oh that's really a know. great example uh, as parents um, we have to do all kinds of judging don't mm-hmm. we you know and um, I hadn't thought of it like that that's really a great analogy and and so God this righteous judge this this El Sadik T-S-A-D-I-K uh, he is this righteous God who has the ability to be the judge, and he's very good at it, and he's going to make pronouncement upon mankind. But then there's the father part of him mm-hmm. that knows what the outcome is going to be, and so provided Jesus in his righteousness. Um, Jesus walked on this earth sinless. Uh, he, he walked on this earth understanding what our life is like. And he walked on this earth um, teaching us a better way mm-hmm. and then showed us and modeled love and, um, and took all of this brokenness that we have, these, these sinful choices and willfulness, willfulness, and took it upon the cross in his own body. Mm-hmm. And so his righteousness, he's also ascetic. Um, his righteousness is what covers our unrighteousness. You know, it's not church. Mm-hmm. Nope. You know, it's not sitting in that auditorium. You could sit there all week and it's not going to change our spiritual condition. Um, but it is the fact that Jesus uh, went to the cross um, and paid a fine, mm-hmm. a penalty that really we just were not able to pay. Then why do we keep trying to, mm. you know, often people will say or think things like, you know, we well, was a really good person. So of yeah. course they went to heaven. Of course, look at all the good they did. Why yeah. do we keep trying to do that when it's so simple? Yes. We don't need, well, we need to do good. I'm not saying that. But no, no, good's a good thing to good's do. Good's a good right? thing to do. Yep. But really, yeah, that's not. Well, it's a great question because... I think it goes back to the willfulness that mm-hmm. we want to pull ourselves up by our own bootstraps, yep. you know, spiritually. That we want to we want to have a righteousness 
that we so desperately want to have in ourselves, but it can only be found in Jesus. And, and so I think that's part of the realization we have to come to. Well, folks, we do everything we can to um, be professional on this show, and then, <laughs> then the pastor's phone goes off. So, um, honey, I'll get the gallon of milk and dozen eggs and be home soon. Don't forget the butter. <laughs> and don't forget the butter. <laughs> All right. So sorry about that. So we, um, but we find ourselves in this place where we need our El Sadiq. We need his righteousness to cover our unrighteousness. Mm-hmm. And that's what he did. That's why the cross is so important and the resurrection. Um, and so it, it was so important for us to kind of walk through this yesterday that, yeah, we're religious people and maybe there's folks who watch the, the uh, live stream, the service, and don't consider themselves religious but that's where we're in the same boat. Doesn't matter if we've grown up in religion or haven't, we're in the same boat. We, we have an, a, an unrighteousness that we just can't fend mm-hmm. off in ourselves. We need the righteousness that Jesus brings and covers. And so God looks at us and sees Jesus. And that's the beautiful thing about salvation. Mm-hmm. It can't be earned. It's just this beautiful gift that has to be accepted. Mm-hmm. And and so that's what we spent time kind of walking through and looking at yesterday. So um, I I think that as we as we walk the path here, um, I think it's important for us to realize, you know, that great hymn, Jesus paid it all, all to Him I owe, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I just think it's a wonderful thought to start the week with. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. So there is so much more to talk about. This is one of my favorite subjects. And uh, I pray that this week um, our listeners will just kind of think about uh, Jesus, our righteousness. It's a wonderful thought to think about. Thanks, Pastor Pat. That is great. Um, If you need to get in touch with Pastor Pat or would like to talk, you can email him at pat at waynefleetbic.com. Or if you've got a podcast suggestion or would like to talk with me, my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com. So thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you again next week. Hey, thanks, everybody. We always love having you here, and have a great week. Take care.